Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. You have made it to the end of the work week, the hallowed ground of Friday night, and another mini-episode of The Working Experience. It's Friday, mofos. Enjoy. The Working Experience. Route 93 North is almost at a standstill. It's a rough one out there this morning. Snow and sleet. There is no service on the... And clear of the closing doors, please. Uh, yeah, folks, we're going to be a few minutes. We have train traffic ahead of us. We should be moving shortly. John, need that report ASAP. Where are we on that presentation? And HR wants to see you. Did you return that email yet? We have a team meeting at 10. To stay late, Bob. Teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> They're moving in a different direction. And after the meeting, we'll have a breakout session. Who ate my Where are my hot pockets? This microwave is disgusting. Oh, God, what's that? He was no. living his Sexual toenails at his desk. Hey everybody, welcome to the Friday episode of the Working Experience Podcast. It's Maddie Kay. And it's John. Welcome, oh, welcome, welcome. Oh, we're heading into the long weekend. What's up? That should be my new Did- call sign. What's up? Nobody's ever done that before. <laughs> yeah, and just just hold it. Think, hold it as long as you can. I think I made uh, I made that one up. We're going into this holiday weekend. Oh man, um, it's on. Hot. It's on. Hot. <laughs> what do you got planned over there? Some barbecuing, some cookouting. Oh, gonna burn the house down. Um, haven't checked the old barbecue. I'm sure I'm gonna light something up, and uh, we might go to a pool. Hey, there we go. I, I've heard yeah. more than one. I, I was reading a statistic one time about the amount of injuries that occur at cookouts. Usually it involves a few brewskis and someone falling on a grill is generally how the however that scenario plays out. Uh, I, I always like to end a day like that. Yeah. <laughs> After I've dr- drunk myself into oblivion is to fall on hot coals. Well, what I like to do is... Uh, after about eight or nine beers, have somebody toss me the frisbee, and as I'm running for it, I plow right into the grill. <laughs> just and, uh, sparks everywhere. Just, ah! It's not a Memorial Day weekend for Maddie K. If I don't end up in the emergency room, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, that that's <clears throat> it's a good way to end the weekend. Yeah, with a nice trip to the ER. <laughs> Coming to work with burns on your face and how was memorial day oh freaking awesome man. awesome awesome <laughs> speaking of a trip to the emergency room uh try not to do this okay uh, but there's a lesson here our good friend tony garretts i can say his last name right let's give him a little well, shout you, out you, you've, you've already done it so yes well, i mean i suppose we could edit it out but i think he would like credit for this and, and we're not going to edit it out no uh he sent john and i a a story about a young entrepreneur who um, apparently uh, accidentally, and this is not uncommon phenomenon among the, uh, I guess the less streetwise gangsters, you tend to tuck your pistol into the front of your pants. Now you would think that is the last place you would want to tuck a firearm down the front of your pants. Hey, Maddie, when you're hustling 24 <laughs> seven, you you got to do what you've got to do. This guy was well, well. First, let me let me tell tell our listeners the story. All right. So he he shot himself in the testicles, and when he was in the emergency room, apparently bags of marijuana started dropping out of his anus. He had a what you would call Whoops. in the in prison parlance 
keister stashed up there. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, um, Tony then uh, followed up by telling me that this guy was a 13-time convicted felon. Now, for the average person, they say, okay, guy's a real loser. For me, right, education and education, we talk about a growth mindset, all right? You're Gro- not... Growth. And, and I don't judge this guy. Not at all. I don't judge someone on his past. Not at all. Only on their future. No, no. I judge him well because, hey, he didn't quit after the first five felony convictions. He's still... No, that's, we- that's a sign of weakness. Exactly. He's still in the game. <laughs> He's refining things. Okay, he shot himself in the testicles this time. He's going to grow from that, maybe tuck the pistol in the back of his pants. You know, learn. But, but this guy, what I love about the story, and I love the Post, the New York Post for reporting this, is towards the end of the article, they talk, so he was, he was brought to the ER, the, uh, the cops show up, they arrest him, he get, you know, after he gets, you know, I guess his balls patched up, he goes to the jail, he's got one call, so he calls his girlfriend, and instructs her not to talk to the police. Don't tell him anything. But he's calling her from the police station on a recorded line. Sure. So the, <laughs> so the cops now know to that the, the girlfriend's going to lie to them, which is brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, again, some people see it as stupid. I see it as a growth opportunity, right? That's what Tony Robbins would say. Well, that's that's Gary V. That's Tony Robbins. Yeah. If, if you fail, get up, dust yourself off, and jump right back on that horse. Yeah, don't worry if you got thirteen. That's what the, that's what this guy's doing. Yeah. The only thing I would fault him on is he should have done some Kegel exercises to keep the drugs in his ass. Oh, does that strengthen up the old sphincter? Yeah, didn't don't you know about Kegel? Well, Kegel no. exercises <laughs> no, are. No. Are for or for women to strengthen up the vaginal uh, walls, oh. but they can be used by men too. <laughs> so he he should have used this and just had done contractions because that's kind of amateurish. If you're you know if a if you're a mule, you yeah. know if you're you you've got to keep that stuff in place. Yeah. And also, even if you're not a drug mule, just going into middle age, you want to keep that sphincter in shape because uh, that's right. There's a lot of what, issues. I, so what I don't understand is like, first of all, the process of getting the the balloon of drugs up his ass, yeah. right? For me, that would be horrific. It would just be a horrific experience, and I don't know if I could get it up in there. And then. For all intensive purposes, it's stuck there for life. There's no way that's slipping out. It's, it's just not going to come out. Wait, the balloon? Yeah. That's the whole purpose. What are you no, but about? Event, no, you get the drugs up there and then whatever, you take a flight, you go somewhere, and then you got to extract it. My yeah. point is I wouldn't be able to extract it. Oh, <laughs> I think your body would just naturally get rid of it. I mean, I don't think you'd have much of a I know, I know. I think eventually it would. I'm just saying it's a job. It's hey, a not a pretty procedure for me. There are guys in maximum security prison who stuff knives up there. I mean, that's how they transport weapons around. Well, that's hardcore right there. I mean, you got to do what you got to do to protect yourself or make money or whatever. So my hat's off to this guy for 
keeping his hat in the ring. Just let's, next time you get arrested, and I'm going to go out on a limb and say, there will be a next time. Don't call your girlfriend from the uh, telephone in the police station. Probably. And keep keep the uh, the fire alarm away from your testicles. Actually, that, uh, that's another p- good point. A guy that we went to school with, uh, his cousin was a New York City police officer, and uh, <clears throat> he was you know after a while plain clothes guy working in Brownsville, like he worked some tough areas, and he talked about the magic bullet, and I was like, what is that? So he said every so often, some guy shows up with a bullet wound in his leg and can't explain how it got there. So what what it had what happens is that they take a gun, shove it down there, the gun goes off, right? So they have to get rid of the gun. They don't want to be caught with an illegal gun. They go to the hospital and then obviously the staff has to report it. It's a gunshot wound. So they show up right. and the guy, the story's always the same. Bullet came flying out of nowhere, no holes in their pants, but they have a leg wound. And, you know, he's just like, we know what happened. And I said, well, what do you do? And he said, well, we lean on him a little bit, but, like, you really can't do anything. And so this is a rather common occurrence. Again, I don't, when I see somebody shoving a gun in the front of their pants, I'm like, good Lord, what are you thinking? (laughs) Jesus, get it out of there. Anywhere else, you know? Well, well, I mean, I'm not, uh, I, 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 I'm not a gun expert, but there are safeties on guns, right? Well, yes, but still, I don't want that barrel pointing anywhere in those areas. So, folks, just to bring it back to Memorial Day weekend, we all like to have a good time, right? But don't put the gun down the front of your pants. Don't put fireworks down the front of your pants. I know it's fun, and you probably want to get on YouTube, but that can go drastically wrong. <laughs> it, can go, it can go really wrong. And and enjoy yourself, but sure. drink responsibly. Yep. You may want to ease off a little bit on the booze. You don't want to take a header into hot coals. No, no. And if you're trying the turduncan or the deep-fried turkey i heard those are the ripest pl- things for disaster they just fill up a gas a uh, trash can filled with uh like lighter fluid basically and they, oh no they they fill it up no with no it's oil. oil it's oil yeah they don't cook the turkey in lighter i'm fluid. sure some people have done that i'm sure <laughs> some people have done that and then what happens is the turkey's in there cooking for a while everybody's getting shellacked and then someone knocks the barrel over and all hell breaks loose. So, Well, what, what I like to do on Memorial Day is invite all the neighbors over. You know, it's a nice time. Everybody comes out. And then I like to fire up the barbecue and then undercook the chicken a little bit. <laughs> just, to, just to give them a little surprise, a little thank you in about two hours when they're rushing, rushing to the toilet. Hey, uh, where do you fall on this? I got invited one time when I lived out in Colorado to a cookout. So I showed up and I had a, I guess, you know, six pack of beer, bottle of wine, whatever. But the whole idea was that you were supposed to bring your own food. Like they were not supplying food. And I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, everyone brings something. Well, but it was like they didn't have anything. Like I, I brought. Oh, oh, that's that's weak. Usually they have. Usually it's like, oh, I'll bring an appetizer. I'll bring the dessert, and right. and the host is usually cooking something or right. making something. Yeah, 
No, this was. But all... those are like, what are those called? Like potluck, where yeah, everyone sort of brings potluck. something. Yeah, whatever you know. But if somebody, my my point is, if I have invited people over for a cookout, I have food. Now, if they want to bring something to throw on the grill, they're more than welcome to. And usually, people bring libations is is generally the contribution, or a salad, or something like that. But I, I just found it odd that like, why am I coming to your house just to use your grill? Like, I don't really. I didn't really yeah, understand if they, that. If they have nothing, that's kind of odd. Yeah, I thought it was odd. So, I don't know. However you guys roll. This was out in Colorado. Maybe that's how they do it out there. But um, I would say at least have a few steaks. What, what's your uh, What's your most creative thing? I'm usually a hamburgers, hot dog kind of guy. I've done fish to mixed results. Uh yeah, that's probably as adventurous as I've gotten. Well, I've I've done uh, I've got a smoker, Ooh. so I've done the uh, the eighteen hour uh, pulled pork, Ooh, wow. uh, pork butt smoker. Yeah, that's yeah, probably yeah. the most most elaborate thing I've done, and I've, I have yet to burn the house down. Wow, what do you do? You like put? How do you keep it going for eighteen hours? Ah, uh, it's it, it's a challenge. Um, I mean, do you, you have, have to be to... monitoring it the whole time? Yeah, I mean, you, it, it actually takes a, there's a pretty decent learning curve. You have to know, it's, it's like almost like a, like a, a sushi guy, know, like learns how to make rice. Yeah. So with a, with a smoker, you have to become an expert at building a fire. Because what you want to do is you want to build a fire and then there's, you know, you build a fire and then you have to know exactly what to do with the vents. And then if there's wind blowing and if it rains, it's a, it's a whole to do. Oh, wow. To keep the, because the most important thing is to keep the temperature consistent throughout those 18 hours. So with an 18 hour smoke, you have to uh, build another fire midway through. So right around the eight, nine hour mark, you, uh, you build another fire because that first fire will go out. And then you have to do that quickly because... The worst thing to do uh, with meat is for the temperature to sway dramatically, and then you get you get really tough, or you get raw meat. It, it, it's a disaster. So it took me a while to master it, but now I'm I'm pretty good at it. So what what's the fire like? What do you burn? Uh, I'm burning um, uh, a mixture of woods, so like apple uh, wood, uh, hickory, mesquite. Wow. Um, and then I'll. Um, and it's just it's wood. It's it's not charcoal. It's actually wood that I'm burning. So I, that wood flavor gets into the meat. I'm not a fan of gas grills. I don't really understand it. Yeah, the the best way to grill is on an open fire with wood, like with yeah. like a really really hot grill. But it's you know it's a it's a pain in the butt. Yeah. Well, if you want the good stuff, you gotta you know. So. Um, Folks, get some good grill on. Uh, try to lay off the booze until at least most of the food's done. So, as we said, you're not falling, or your guest is not falling face first into the grill. Yeah, I mean, I mean, don't don't kill yourself. Yeah. You don't want to injure your children, no. uh, your family, and friends. Just keep keep it uh, keep it on the up and up. And don't, if you have a firearm, you're wearing sweatpants. Don't tuck it in to the front part of your your, uh, nah, your sweatpants. No, nah, no. Nah. Um, all right, everybody. Thanks a lot for listening. Happy Memorial Day. Enjoy. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got. 
Yeah, uh, have a happy Memorial Day. And I, I don't know if we're going to do a Thank God It's Monday podcast because Monday is a holiday. Oh, geez, that sucks, doesn't it? That does that suck. Sucks. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm still going to be working. I'm still going to be doing I'm gonna, I to me, to me, that Monday is a work day. For everyone <laughs> exactly. else, it's a holiday. But for me, it's a work day. Well, you you use the opportunity at the cookout to uh, sell a few Oh, yeah, to, ne- to network. That's why I invite everybody. <laughs> everyone funny. begrudgingly comes. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a good time. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of The Working Experience. We'd like to thank our sponsors, One Circle Media and the Still Believe app the only app that delivers video proof of the Tooth Fairy and Santa by simply taking a picture. Download the app at stillbelieve.co today and amaze your kids. And if you work for a studio, network, startup, or corporation and are looking for a partner to create media that will build, engage, and entertain your audience, reach out to me at john at onecirclemedia.com. I would love to hear from you. And that's it. The end. The sweet end. Until our next audio encounter.